Charles Leiter passed away very suddenly. The papers are missing. Witchcraft, you know. It's all a lot of nonsense, really, these trials. Kirk here had an encounter in the morgue. I said I don't want to talk about it, goddammit. He got these rare books and then engaged talented artists to make forgeries. Oh, the other guy's real sweet. Abner Wick. You can detect movement. Strange, writhing movement. What did you see? Mahoney, whose face did you see? Was it a face? Oh, dreams in the, in the witch house. You see Kirk sleep, knock this woman unconscious. I took one look at her in the eyes, and there was something wrong about her eyes. They were glowing, so I took my blackjack and I brought it down on her head, and I lifted it up again. I could still see those eyes, and I lifted it up, and I brought it down one more time. What have you done? Down below me, I... I saw the twitching body of Anthony Flinders. It was his turn. He's, he's, he's murdered Lydia. He's, he's lost it. He's totally lost it this day. Yeah, he, uh, the fella, uh, hanged himself last night. I realized the people I was firing at were my friends. I heard a voice telling me that the people I was firing at were my friends and there was no need for this kind of conduct. We need to get out of here right now. We should leave now. I said, I never found out about his hands. Did either of you ask about his hands? Um, at which point, Dr. Montrose leaps out the car and just starts running. Sure. I'm done with this! I'm done with this! This is madness! On the wind, uh, it's a smell like lavender and rotting flowers. My, my, what is going on? Why don't we decamp to my shop? It's only around the corner. The final shot would be him looking up and down the street and then shutting the shop door and pulling the blinds down. And so to any passerby, it would appear completely dead inside. The Apocalypse Players present Crimson Letters Cthulhu 7th edition scenario by Alan Bly Starring Joseph Chance as Dr. Jonas Steinweg Dannon McAleer as Professor Duckworth Dan Wheeler as Kirk Sleep, P.I. With our special guests Doug McAndrew as Dr. Althea Montrose and Mike Percival Maxwell as PJ Mahoney. The keeper of arcane law is Dominic Allen. Chapter 11 The White Mask. Is, um, is, is Dr. Montrose in a, in a state of agitation? Or has she managed to regain some I think, part of her I senses? I think probably, probably you've recovered by now. Yeah. I think. It was a few rounds. I might just pop my tin and um, and offer her a little bit more cooking because I know she had quite a, a dose. It's a, it's a, it's I, I'm not deciding. sure that any more of that would be a good idea. Thank you, Doctor. No, no, I understand. Of course, of course, <laughs> not appropriate. I'm sorry. I just thought maybe you looked a little, you little one. I, I had quite a turn between one thing and another. A cup of tea would be better, Mister Wick. Yeah. Could you put the kettle on? I, I could murder a cup of tea. Ah, yes, of course. Of course, a cup of tea coming right up. Um, 
Uh, give me one moment. Why don't you go and make yourselves comfortable in the front? Uh, this way. And, and you're, you're at the back of the shop. Um, so there's this sort of covered loading bay. And there's a door, uh, the sort of the back door to the shop, when he gets his keys out and unlocks it. It's a sturdy metal door. And it opens directly into a storeroom where there's lots of packing crates and shelving. There are two doors to your left as you go in. And on through the the boxes and crates to your right there is the door into the into the shop which he gestures to flamboyantly and says oh go go sit make yourselves comfortable um i'll get um i'll get the tea and what would everyone else like sherry port i'll have a horlicks straight up no junk in <laughs> a multi drink <laughs> uh, just a uh, coffee for me I'll be fine. Yes. Well, a glass of milk. If I'm have. sure we have. Oh, yeah, the, sher- the sherry would be lovely. Thank you. Uh, bourbon. Bourbon. I, th- I think we can stretch to bourbon, yes. Well, yes, make yourselves comfortable. I-, I won't be a moment. And he sort of waddles through the crates to the second door on the left and uh, opens it and closes it behind him. And ostensibly no one is here with us? Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem to be. Um, can I do a little, just... I'm, I'm trying to work out how... how insane I am and how able to actually just function as a normal human being I am. Because part of me feels like... I, I, I can't... I can no longer interact <laughs> like a normal human. You're just indefinitely insane, aren't you? I certainly am, yeah. that. Yeah, but I was... Subject... You're subject to delusions. Delusions, but I was talked down after the last bout, right? I'm in a in a state of great fragility. I think is I'm in a state of great fragility, but <laughs> but but currently um, able to function. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Okay. You're not. Okay. Yeah. If you lose a point of sanity, you'll have a bad man. Oh, of course. Yeah. But I just wanted to check that um, I can I can uh, that, uh, that I can role play uh, as someone who's able to use his brain in a normal way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not really until you get to zero sanity that you, you kind of lose the yeah. ability. Well, not long then. It might be tonight. <laughs> you just might, you might be subject to delusions, but you can do a reality check if you, if you think that you are. Thanks. 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 Um, uh, yes. Yeah, so what do you want to do? Seeing, seeing sleep's mouth moving a lot. I think he thinks that he, he isn't doing it. But he's sort of talking to himself about whether, how much he believes. I'm getting little phrases maybe. Well, am I able to function? Who am I? What am I? What am I supposed to be able to doing? I lean over to Duckworth and I say, "Do you think, Doctor Duckworth, how many more times can you out narrate, Mister um, mm. Sleep? Do you think maybe one more time in a crisis? Something of a quandary. Uh, I've never twice. I thought was re- remarkable, but one more time. I think it's these things come in threes, do they not? Do you think I, maybe- I've never narrated someone out of madness more than once. Um, the, the second go was. A... <laughs> Would you like to attend to him, or shall I? Perhaps you. Very, very good. Perhaps somebody could assist Mister Mahoney in casing the joint. Yes. I, and I and I look at meaningfully across the other three, and then I, I nip over with a light foot, almost excited to get to the permanently insane. I mean, the private investigator. Well, um, so PJ's not really interested in this discussion about how sane or insane Kirk is at the moment. This is kind of that's all above his head. All this talking about delusions and <laughs> having cocaine and stuff like that is not really his exactly his cup of tea. 
Um, so he's he's just kind of been wandering around the room almost uh, aimlessly, but uh, just sort of surveying the room and maybe if there's a, a little ornament or something like that, just picking it up and having a look at it and putting it back mm. down again. And he's still in the storeroom. Oh, we're still in the storeroom. Oh no, um, you can you can have gone through into the shop if you want. Well, um, I wasn't quite sure exactly where where we were left. Um, I think we were. Uh, he back, sort of back left you in the storeroom, but gestured to the. Um... Yeah. Well, I have, I'll have a wee scope around the storeroom as well first. If there's, see if uh, yeah. you know, unless yeah. everything is all kind of packed up. It, it is all mainly packed up into crates and boxes. Okay. Um, if there's not a, a box with a lid that can just be lifted and opened, or oh yeah, there's some like that. Yeah, I'll have a wee, sure. I'll have a wee nosy about and see what's in a, inside a couple of crates. Then, marks, okay. marks for attention of the ivory wind. I'm. Uh, <laughs> give, I'm, give I'm, I'm not going to try and force a you know crowbar a crate open or anything like that. But no, just what a wee nosy about. Yeah, uh, give me a yeah, give me a spot hidden roll. Maybe there'll be something. Roll. So. My spot hidden. Spot hidden sort of almost all right. A zero four and a five. Goodness me. <clears throat> Extreme success. That's what we want. So you um you poke your nose in a few boxes and crates. Some of them have like one one of them's got like some sort of fancy lamp in there. Another one has um it, it's 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 a it's a crate of, of different shoes. It's just lots of shoes. Um, and then one crate is, is very carefully packed with um, screwed up paper and oh, um, straw and that kind of thing. And straw. And, but there's something in there just sort of poking out this sort of white, sort of actually more sort of yellowy, off, off white shape. And as you sort of touch it and lift it up slightly, you realize it's, it's a skull. Oh. But it's, um, it's, it's quite a strange shape. Alas, it's Yorick. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, do you hold it up like that? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Yeah, wow. What's a nice goyle like you doing in a place like this? <laughs> <laughs> so the skull, as you all now see, is... <laughs> it, the, the skull itself is unnaturally elongated. It's sort of like, you know, it's sort of long and... And strangely shaped, and the teeth. Oh, they had to take the suction cup to you when you were born, didn't they? <laughs> the teeth are really sharp. They don't look like uh, you know. They're not. They're not square, rectangular. They, they look. They look more canine than that. What? what? Is there a chance that I don't see that as I'm as I'm busy going over to Mr. To sleep? Um, Some kind of uh, ape or skull or something. Mm. Oh, well, I found and, then, and then I hear him say that, and so instinctively I go, "What's that?" I've never seen nothing, uh, nothing like this before. Could I roll anthropology? Mm. Please do. Just see if it looks like a sort you know, of or a, natural world, or or, or biology, or, or a birth meal, defect, or, or Cthulhu mythos, or yeah. <laughs> or Cthulhu mythos. Can I can I simultaneously roll? Not understanding what I'm seeing, skill. Ah, it's not quite an extreme success, but it's a hard success. Uh, seven on a twenty-six. Um, I'm aware, maybe, of the San Pedro mummy, which I think was like 1850s. It was discovered the sort of the m- diminutive figure they found when gold mining mm. with the the, the canine teeth. Um, yeah, yeah, but um, it's very like that. Yeah, this must be very valuable, and it's certainly it's certainly odd. It's very unusual. It looks authentic. It doesn't look like a, f- a hoax. Mm. Yeah, very strange. 
but it, it, it looks... It, would my instinct be that it's uh, perhaps an old sort of skull from perhaps a... No, because I'm aware, obviously, head binding and things like that. Does it look like something that's a birth defect or something that's natural as much as natural might be? How well did you roll again? You got a hard... A hard success. It's not something that you recognise from any culture on Earth. Ah. And it doesn't look like it's that old... A skull, really. Right. But it, just to clarify, but it does look uh, like a deformed human skull rather than a skull of a different animal. It's humanoid. Ah. <clears throat> okay. I hate that oid. What is it? Is one of these uh, orangutans or whatever it is you call them? Uh, I'm uh, kind of... I'm great monkeys? Yeah, some kind of baboon or uh, orangutan. It could be. Perhaps ceremoniously, I know in some cultures they would replace the teeth with those of another animal, but I, I couldn't say for sure. Um, Gentlemen, is it- Do- Dr. Montores, I don't think we have very much time. It is a fascinating no. find, but some of us should definitely go into the shop. Well, I just want my cup of tea. Uh, yes, yes. And uh, I haven't had a wee sit down and gather herself. She'll fall Wagner wreck if he was heading into the shop towards... We had a cup of tea, maybe. Well, yeah, I, I could do with a drink in, as well. I think we are supposed to go into the shop and Mr. Vic will come out from the other side. My points off to the second door, off to the left. He, he gestured us through one door and went through another, didn't he? I would like to walk straight to the door next to the one he walked through and just see if it's open. It is open. And you open it and it is a small uh, water closet. There's a toilet, a sink, and a small window out onto the pavement. Uh, it's 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 got a little sort of net curtain for privacy. How charming! Mm. Um, but nothing of interest, essentially. Uh, if you don't mind, uh, one moment. Uh, oh, please! I'll be, I'll, I'll be right with you. Yes, be my guest. <laughs> Ain't as, as young as I used to be. As um, as PJ makes his way into the the water closet, I might just see if I can just grab him by the elbow and say, um, "You want to check that uh, that window opens? Be good to know we got a." Another way out of here. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure thing. Good thinking, good thinking, sleep, yeah. I'll um, <coughs> get out while I'm in there. But, uh, uh, excuse me? So <laughs> PJ goes and relieves himself. The window does open, but it's not very big. Um, meanwhile, the rest of you, are you waiting in the storeroom till, till Wick gets back? Are you going... Well, I was just going to say, having tried that door and found it to be a water closet, I just want to sort of be thorough. So what I might do is just walk to the door he went through, mm. open it a crack and sort of say, um, uh, Mr. Wick, um, a bourbon would do nicely for me as well. Apologies. I'll, I'll see you in the main room, but it's basically to see if I can get a glimpse into the room he disappeared into. When you open the door, there is a staircase that goes straight down into the basement. Ah. There's a smell of it's not so much damp, it's more just sort of earthy. Sure. Do I ha- do I hear a response from him? Yes. Uh, he sort of calls up. He sounds very far away. He says, um, yes, no problem. Uh, bourbon, yes, of course. I'll be one moment. Thank you. 
don't trouble yourself. Go and sit down. I will. And I um, I close the door. And I, I turn to the others and say, well, it seems his uh, drink cellar is somewhat lower than most I've encountered in this country. Um, I, think it's, uh, I think it's probably fair to say the others probably only sleep, because I would have thought Montrose and I would have during all the shenanigans ah, yes. of toilet of dip, nipping and doors opening, I think Montrose aren't going to be and I aren't going to be standing doing nothing. So, I suspect if your intention, Althea, was to go into the room, I would have accompanied you. Disappointed that sleep broke away from me, but I wasn't going to try and physically stop him because I don't think that's appropriate. So, I, in which it, case, I yeah, I think maybe the door's still open into the shop, as I understand it. If I've got the geography right, Dom, but mm-hmm. I think if Montrose and I are sort of. On, on or just inside the shop area. Is there anything unusual in there that we notice? Like, you know, bodies laid out, rituals, sacrifices, <laughs> ready, <laughs> knives. No, it's the shop. Uh, it, it's it's exactly how you remember it. it was. Uh, hacked. Uh, so it has all of the paraphernalia to do all of that. It's just it's not laid out ready to... Exactly. <laughs> it's all for sale. And uh, there are some there are some armchairs and seats around. There's a little, there's a little sort of table... Um, that he obviously uses for you know guests. Um, I think just while the t- while the toilet door was opening, and I, I, I've taken it as read that is it all right with you that Mahoney was sort of opening crates a bit while we were sort of chatting about cocaine and all that stuff. Yeah, so that was all sort of simultaneous. So Mahoney's only just gone to the loo, uh, but I think I turned to Montrose, who seems to be more with it now, and say, you know, Doctor Montrose, the, the events of the asylum were terrible, but. I really must talk to you about what happened when you were in interviewing Mr. Hunter. I think your insights would be invaluable. Um, he said something that has disturbed me about our being here now. The coincidence is shocking. He, he said that Abner Vick, he talked about him as the fat man. And he said he has it in the most striking manner. And he says he has it in his basement. Yeah? And Mr. Vick is in his basement basement as we speak. And I couldn't help but notice that a strange skull had been brought out by the um, good Dr. Duckworth. My mind is racing here a little bit, and I don't want to get too excited, which is why I'm resisting the white powder, but at the same time... Oh, oh, I think I hear the toilet. Well, instead, what you actually hear... Oh, well, I don't know how quick Mahoney is or what he's or what he's doing. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm an old man. I don't hear the toilet. He'll <laughs> um, be a minute uh, or two yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what you do hear is someone coming up the stairs uh, behind the door. And uh, sure enough, a moment or two later, Abner Wick appears. Uh, he's he's carrying a, a couple of bottles. When I see him appear, may I do a spot hidden to see whether it appears, whether it looks like he's carrying anything else other than the drinks that he's promised us? The submachine gun, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, no need. Uh, there's, there's no need. You can see that he's only carrying. In fact, he's not even carrying all the drinks. He's just carrying. Um, he's just carrying two bottles. Blue WKD and a smell of ice. Yeah, he's just carrying a a, a, a bottle of uh, port and a, and a bottle of bourbon. Um, and he says, "Ah, yes, well, um, Carlo is coming up with the um, the tea and coffee momentarily. Just waiting for the uh, oh, yes, Carlo. water to boil." Um. Shall we uh, repair to the uh, to the table? Hmm. And he he sort of waddles over to the table, starts pouring drinks for you. At, at this point, that there is the sound of a flushing toilet, <laughs> and, uh, 
and, and PJ reappears, closing the door behind him, and says, oh, oh, that's a load off. Uh, I, I'd give that a few minutes if I was you. Just to, just to clarify, were, you, were, you, were any of you still in the storeroom when, um, when Abner Wick came up the stairs, or I had you all moved through? I think me and Sleep were. Yeah. Unless I'm wrong. I oh, think so. That's okay. Uh, in which case, yeah, so Mahoney comes out the toilet and, uh, yeah, he says, oh, no, you're just in the nick of time. The coffee will be up in just a moment. Oh, okay, thanks. Um, just out of uh, interest, just to get my bearings, uh, does it appear that there's any doors into, like, a living area here, or is it just really a storeroom, shop, and basement? Uh, well, you're not sure what's down in the basement, but, yeah, there's there's n- there's no upstairs. Okay. So this, this really just appears to be his place of business rather than his where he lives as well. Yeah. I, I lean over to uh, Montrose and I say, interesting, I don't think they met Carlo before. He, it was, no, no, he was in the shop on his own, was he not? Well, there, was, there was Hector and there was Amma, I believe, and now there was a third. Carlo, mm, numbers. Carlo, well, we're in the. I'm, I'm keeping my voice oh, low on that in, one. You're in the other room, right? I, I think I said everything else loudly, so I would have thought. I would have thought sleep heard everything that I said about the. I mean, you two knew it already because you were down in the asylum with me about the basement. But I did not. But I don't know, if, Tom. If you is it, is it fair to say sleep knows what I said about the, the basement? I, I I think if you said that in a different room to me, I think I probably open. don't. Doors open. Doors open. We're only through the room. You're 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 called on. I, I just didn't want to slow things down by having to repeat things. So you say, what, what were you saying about the basement? What I was, the, what I was saying oh, about the, the Carlo thing was between just me and Montrose, is what I'm saying. Right, right. I'm thinking numbers of servants. Cause but the revelation about that you got from... Um, this, this stuff, I probably wouldn't have raised. But yeah, you're right. I would have kept my voice low. You're right, Dan. Um, um, Fat man. Is, is it a warning, ref? It's not a yellow card, is it? It's just a... <laughs> I won't. I won't come in heavy again. I'm just nervous. Just nervous. We're, so we're all we're all in the in the kind of shop area now. Is that have I got that right? Yeah. I guess we've all made our way through, have we? Yeah. Yeah. Are there, are there yeah. places for everyone to sit in here? Not comfortably. Sure. But Wick um, proffers his seat. He he sort of uh, is happy to sort of stand and hover uh, unpleasantly close behind you. A couple of feet off the ground. <laughs> B- BJ's quite happy to stand. So, <clears throat> oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm good. Uh, I, I used to stand in. Dalton and Trois takes a seat. Yeah, I will as well. I, uh, I look at the other two younger men, Duckworth and the athletic Sleep, <laughs> uh, and I, I, I nod at them and I sit down in the, the other chair. Okay. Um, and if he's pouring us drinks, I suppose uh, I'll take a glass of bourbon and sort of uh, propose. A toast um, to, to your to your health, sir, and uh, your uh, the continued success of your business. Oh, too kind, and to your health as well, and long life. And uh, he drinks very. He's quite unpleasant to watch eating and drinking. Yeah. <laughs> What's he drinking? Has he poured himself? Uh, he's had a big tot of port, port. and he guzzles it down. Uh, some of it sort of spills oh. out the corner of his mouth and just sort of dribbles down his chin mm. and he, he he wipes it on his on his hand um, these were these were poured in the other room were they 
Mm. I know he's poured them, them in front of us. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, I, do you need me to do my uh, spot poison check from Dune? <laughs> Would that be using my faculty or my um, secondary attribute? We, we don't have time to do any single skill roll from Dune, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> take two hours. <laughs> I'd like to, uh, well, I mean, I'd like to take a sip of bourbon, but in doing so, I'll, of course, have to raise my porcelain mask, um, which I've not done in his presence before. Um, and I'd like to uh, sort of... To make a sanity roll? Well, I think you've all had to make sanity rolls on it. <laughs> but, uh, I'd, I'd, well, I'm basically gauging his reaction. It's a, a little uh, thing that I have the pleasure of doing now. I have no face. Um, I'd like to raise the porcelain mask and sort of look at him sort of very directly and say, um, your health and um, take a sip of bourbon. I just want to sort of gauge what his reaction is. Do you take your mask off completely? No, I, I raise it up. Oh, right. Oh, right. Like that. But so he can clearly see my lack Your whole of face. features. Yeah. Yeah. He just sort of, he just sort of watches you. His eyes widen slightly, but almost in a sort of, um, actually, you can give me a psychology roll. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> Mm. Um, I imagine it's oh, on a piece piece of elastic, like one of those trestle masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a V for Vendetta mask. Um, <laughs> uh, I got a 16 on my 50 psychology. Nice. Blood. Very nice. So you know that he's sizing you up to be the next exhibit? I was going to say. Yeah, must, yeah. must have There's it. There's a jar your size, just add back. <laughs> delicious. So delicious. Um, he... But he's... There's a, there's a there's a momentary delight in his face. Oh, that's far worse than I expected. <laughs> Almost like a sort of like um, yeah, like a fascination, but also that he's sort of thrilled that you've done it, um, and he smiles at you and uh, and says, "Oh, don't be. There is no need to be shy in my presence. Uh, after all." We all wear masks, don't we? Yes, I, I suppose we do. Oh, I, I, I don't wear a mask. <laughs> oh, Mr. Mahoney. Perhaps not you. Perhaps you are the exception that proves the rule. <laughs> I've, I've come across plenty, uh, plenty in my days uh, on the force who were wearing masks when they were breaking into jeweler's shops and uh, robbing the joint and so forth. Yes. yes. I was implying that perhaps not all masks are mm, worn uh, so visibly. Well, some are. Some, I guess, when you when they're new, they're they're uh, in better condition. But uh, <laughs> I imagine, given time, uh, everything gets uh, worn down. My my Egyptian friend Nile Arthotep has several. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you say, uh, <laughs> worn down. You hear this clink of of porcelain, and. Uh, a figure enters from the back with a tray with a coffee, uh, a sort of copper coffee pot and a, and a big teapot and some cups. And because it's quite gloomy, like he's lit a lamp maybe by the table or whatever, but it's quite gloomy. You don't really see them at first. Um, but as they sort of shuffle into the room, you realise they're kind of stooped in a kind of odd way. Um, and then they put the tray down and you see this woman's face. And her face is unusual. She looks, she looks familiar, 
but she also looks like uh, it's hard to say. She, she she looks strange, like a dog, <laughs> or like strange strange like her jaw is weird, and she has sharp teeth, or just strange. If, if she's if she looks like she's kind of uh, having any difficulty, if she's hunched over, and, or uh, and, and you know maybe there's a. Uh, there's some some sort of um, she has trouble on unloading the the tray or whatever. I'll, I'll mm. I was quite happy to kind of walk over and offer to lend her a hand. Uh, she doesn't reply to you. She just continues to sort of. She doesn't seem to be struggling as such. Oh, okay. It's just uh, at first you maybe thought she might struggle. So right. I I I pour that for myself. That's, that's all right. Thank you. Oh, oh, you're doing it anyway. Okay. All right. All right. Actually, she doesn't do the pouring. You see that her hands are... They don't even look like they'll be able to um, have the finesse to pick up the teapot. Here, allow me. I'll, I'll, I'll get that. Don't, don't, you, uh, don't you trouble yourself with... She nods and, and Abner says, Thank you, Carla. You may, uh, you may go for the evening. I'll see you tomorrow. And she sort of nods and leaves. And there's no, there's no distinguishing features t- to assist us in our memory trap that we find ourselves in, or, or familiarity. Oh, I'd say all the things you just observed are true. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going there. <laughs> uh, you could give me, you could give me an intelligence roll if, if, if you're trying to pin down why she looks familiar. Do we all find her familiar? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I'm from this town, so is there, you know, I, th- I feel like if I recognise her, there might be a chance she's an ex-client, or... I'd definitely like to do an intelligence role to see if I can... Uh, like, placing people is something that... I think, yeah, likewise. I've rolled a zero eight. That's extreme success on my oh, intelligence. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I failed. I, mean, I don't want to make an intelligence roll, but I'm getting the impression that perhaps I should. <laughs> I've, 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 I've failed. You don't, you don't have to. You, you can just. I'm not going to bother. You can just ignore that thought if you want to. I'm not really I've got a normal thought. success. I'm, I'm going to choose to ignore that thought. Uh, Doug, did you say you're you're ignoring that thought as well? I'm ignoring that thought. <laughs> <laughs> I've been given the option to ignore that thought, and I'm going to grab hold of it with, firmly with both hands. I, I, ignoring stuff is going to be my main strategy from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trying to ignore everything. <laughs> does everybody else, as players, know who this is? Because I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm running through. I now have multiple notes on my wall, and, oh, I, I, and I'm like I'm a madman like... going. I don't know who it is, but I've got an idea of what it's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I have a nasty um, feeling, but no, I think. So who succeeded there? Steinweg, you're racking your brains. You can't. You can't. You can't. It's, she seems so familiar, and her face is so unusual that you're sure you would remember where you saw it last. Mm. But for Kirk and Dr. Duckworth, you think for a moment, have I've seen that woman before? And then you realise where you have seen her face in the skull that Mahoney held up many moments before and can you both give me sanity rolls <laughs> you had to use your intelligence <laughs> <laughs> the most dangerous role in the game you had to go 
Figure stuff out. You had to pay attention. Ah, yeah. I found- well, that's when I that's when I could have done with rolling a zero eight, but unfortunately, that's a fail. Yay! We both failed. A horrible realization. Well, that yeah. Kipping Kirk's gonna have a bout of madness, isn't he? <laughs> There's no getting around that. <laughs> that is a horrible realization that Carla, whoever she is, is almost certainly not. Human. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> so while I'm um, pouring my cream and four sugars into my cup of coffee... <laughs> I've, rolled, I've rolled the wrong die. We're OK. We're OK. It's not as bad as I thought. Have you brought the Tommy gun with you, sleep? <laughs> no, so uh, I threw it under the car in the... Um, Oh, yes. Have you left it up there? Yeah, yeah, it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Fantastic. I've left it in the asylum. Best place for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's called the crime scene now, but yeah. Um, <laughs> the, um, you both lose three points of sanity. Okay. Lovely. That's bad news. That puts me on ten sanity. Hang on, hang on in there. Oh, it's going to be a good one. I um, I neck the rest of my bourbon to try and sort of mitigate the realisation and sort of sit quietly, um, turning my cane over in my fingers, um, slightly anxiously. So, Kirk Sleep, you, you're listening... Uh, well, you're, you're sort of vaguely aware that Abnerwick is talking, he's wittering on about something, but you've become completely transfixed by um, a, a, a carved uh, statuette on the shelf behind him of a dog. And there's a few others as well, and you just really... You love it. You really love it. And you've developed zoomania, an insane fondness for animals. <laughs> um, <laughs> Better than zoophagia. Maybe it was Carla's face, but... When you see fondness... <laughs> yeah, come on. Is that a euphemism? I'll leave that. This is a word <laughs> that is open to interpretation. I had a vague sensation that people were talking, but... Oh, gosh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but I spotted a statuette behind the guy's head, and all I could think was how beautiful that dog looked, and then I remembered... Didn't he have a dog? Is a dog just in a room? Um, que- question for I, I. I asked the I asked I asked the keeper a question. I asked him, uh, did I see that funny funny little dog that brought the drinks up? Did she leave through the same door, or did she go out the front door of the shop? <laughs> She's gone out the same door. She's gone out the back. Yeah. So I just. So I turned, I turned, I turned to Wick, and I said, um, I, I, I got to use the bathroom, and I made for the door. Oh, saying this all out loud. I'm straight here. Excellent. <laughs> Mr. Vic, Mr. Vic, might I accompany um, uh, Mr. Sleep? I th- I'm sure he'll be all right. He's just going to the toilet, isn't he? I'm, I'm a little concerned about him. Sometimes he has moments like this. I'm his personal physician, you see. That crowd physician started talking about me as if I wasn't there, which I don't like. He recognizes But me. I thought I'd let him off the hook. <laughs> so I just made for the door. <laughs> Went straight out of the room. So while that happens, uh, Duckworth, you you lost three as well. Are you, are you still yeah. sane? 
Um, <laughs> ah, that's a very good question. I think I am, although... Well, everyone thinks they are. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I dipped down to a 41. I've still got quite a bit left. I don't think I lost... I don't think I've lost six since, like, in a full day. That's the... That would tip me over, right? Uh, this is all one day, I think, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. No, yeah, it's all one day. <laughs> We've essentially played this in real time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't think I've got to say... It's been three months. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not happy. Um <laughs> It's not none of it's sitting comfortably, and I'm sort of very anxious. All happened on the same day. (laughs) (laughs) Really, it's practically real time. It's like fucking Reservoir Dogs, but with added lobster dinners. It's a fifth, right? A fifth, a a fifth is the problem in the same day, right? Just to reiterate the basics of rules. So, what did you start on? Um, I started on a fifty. So I'm, I'm doing. You haven't lost ten. You're all right. No. Not quite, but one more point before I sleep, and I'll probably. So, 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 yeah, I'd, I'd love to just sort of tap my cane to my forehead while uh, I see that Duckworth is draining this bourbon fast and mm. steady, and his, his, I was going to say his face is pale, <laughs> yeah, but of course that's. Just I mean, it, it is. It's yeah. So, okay, so Kirk and Steinweger heading at the back towards the toilet. Mm. Abner Wick turns to the rest of you and says, well, will they be all right? Yes, I think oh. so. Our friend Kirk is... Well, he, he, we all have our issues, don't we? We all have our demons, and he's not having a particularly uh, pleasant evening. But um, He's having a bad day. <laughs> he's having a bad day, let's say. Yes, yeah, speaking of which, uh, <laughs> how are things uh, progressing with your... Hobhouse Papers problem. Mm. Well, uh... Any progress? No real progress, I don't believe. Uh, no. mm. Say that again. <laughs> How disappointing. Only, uh, um, our in- investigation uh, continues. Yes. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we've got a few leads where uh, we're chasing down. Oh, Yes. Yes, such, yes, such as. Well, I don't know if this anything's gonna gonna come of them, so uh, uh, we're uh, we're just working our way through. Yes, eliminating few, uh, eliminating as we go along. We've yes. found out a few cul-de-sacs, <laughs> and we've uh, a couple of streets left to try. So these things sometimes take time. And what is your next uh, street? Well, uh, um... <laughs> well, what uh, what uh, thoughts have crossed your mind, uh, Mister Wick? <laughs> Yes, any progress yourself? Well, I... I have my ear to the ground, so to speak. And, um... I... do have a small concern that if the witch papers aren't recovered soon, there may be a a complication Ah. for all of us. And um, let us say that whatever the university have said or insisted, the real situation is much more pressing. I see. Of course, they wouldn't know about that. Care to uh, illuminate us uh, as to the details of this? Hmm. Let's just say that 
If you do find those original papers, it would very much behoove you to bring them to someone with the correct expertise. And that, my friends, would be me. Expertise in in in, in what way? I'm um, sorry. I don't, I, I don't follow exactly. No. <laughs> Expertise in matters that are more to do with the content of the witch papers and less to do with their intrinsic value, if that makes sense. Say we were to uh, find a, a copy of the papers, would that assist us at all? It would be best with the copies if you either bring them to me as well or destroy them yourself. I remember you saying yes, quite right. Um, and what is it about the... Uh, of course, the historical significance, but um, anything else? I'm a copy, if the original is lost, surely is the next best thing, no? Unless someone's made a mistake, so... Well, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Dr. Duckworth. It's much like the game the children play, where they whisper things to each other and it comes out the other end all wrong. Hmm. Yes. Only imagine if those words had real power... I see. We wouldn't want that to come out all wrong, would we? No, a prayer in the wrong direction. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you understand my meaning. So, uh, so wh wh why, why? I still don't follow as to what the, the urgency of the matter is. Well, I believe that when the copies were made, when Mr. Leiter betrayed my trust and went behind my back to find extra buyers that a mistake was made and that mistake is going to have ramifications for everyone who comes into contact with those papers how so the papers the papers have real power mr mahoney what uh, you mean there's some sort of legal documentation some uh, hmm. uh, no 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 i i mean power no, I'm still not following you. Well, how, how, how does paper have power? I mean, well, if you bring them to me, I can show you. Yes, you could. Uh, no, um, you, 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 you're, you're not. You're not making any sense. I'm. I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm, I'm just a, a, a foolish old man. But uh, you talk about paper having power and uh, people. People, dangerous power and good power and bad power. I, I don't, I don't let, understand. Let what me you ask get. you this, Mister Mahoney. During your investigation of these witch papers, have you come across anything that you would say is unusual? Oh, sure. Normal? Yeah, yeah. I mean, come across unusual things every day, but uh, but more so than normal. Um, I, I guess. Yeah, I, I hadn't really thought, but I guess. Yeah, you could say that. I suppose. I see. Well, if um, if you want a more immediate demonstration, why don't we go and have a look at Mr. Leiter's body? Well, uh, we've had a look at his body already, unless you're speaking of the autopsy. Ah, well, so, that would be perfect, wouldn't it? Would it? Yes. We'll finally get to the bottom of things. Oh, yeah, that, 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 that's a point. Uh, I kind of lost track of the time now. I must be, uh, must be getting on. Almost far. eight? The autopsy is at eight. Uh, I believe so. I might be wrong. Well, to be fair. well, we mustn't waste a minute more. We should uh, get over to Miskatonic as soon as possible. We'll yes. just wait for your friends to finish in the 
lavatory together. <laughs> yes, I think you're right. And I, uh, I pour myself another bourbon. So, um, Mr. Wick, I'm, I'm still trying to piece this together. You're, you're saying that uh, the, uh, the, the real papers, the actual genuine article, so to speak, that's got mm. a kind of a power to it, um, which I, I, I don't claim to understand, but uh, okay, for the sake of argument, I'll go along. Um, and if there's a copy of it and it's not been copied correctly or properly, then the... It's got a power too, but it's kind of uh, go, gone wrong or something. Is that is that what I'm am I, am I understanding you correctly? I think you're understanding me perfectly, Mister Mahoney. Oh, I wish I could say the same. <laughs> I I think of it. Uh, I, I I think of it as um, say the Dead Sea Scrolls or an original gospel of the Bible will of course hold more power to believers. Oh, yeah, like some sort of a religious text or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the power of belief. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I, yeah, I think I understand. I follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what our friend him. Um, as Abner Wick takes another long drink of port and doesn't answer you, um, <laughs> in the other room, what's going on? I walk out of the room. I, wa- <laughs> I walked out of the room, went up to the bathroom door, gave it a slam, make it sound like I was visiting the... Uh, the 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 pisser and uh, what what does an American call a toilet? Uh, make it sound like it's vi- yeah, visiting the John. Like pisser, yeah, very good. <laughs> visiting the John. That crowd shrink was still following me. I uh, he followed you stealthily. And then uh, he he was following me stealthily. I didn't even know about it until later. And I I, uh, I turned around. <laughs> Started narrating everything that was happening. <laughs> pricked up, pricked up my ears. Could I, uh, could I hear the sound of that little dog? Could I, could I, could I, could I smell it? Could I, could I track it? I'd like to get this straight. You've gone into the toilet. No, 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 no. I've just, just gone the door. to the room outside. Hey, you're not listening. I said, I went out of the door. I took the bathroom door and I slanted. I didn't go in there. I stood at the top of the stairs. Dr. Steinberg took out a cigarette, lit it took out another cigarette and then offered it to private investigator sleep. The doctor offered me a cigarette. I took it. I took that cigarette and I looked around and I I had to listen to see if I could hear that little doggy. So what's your plan, see, see, Dr. Steinbeck? See a little doggy again. Dr. Steinbeck asked me if that was the plan. I said, sure is. I want to track down that beautiful <laughs> little <laughs> yeah. doggy I saw earlier. Give me a listen, roll. <laughs> uh, oh, no, that's a fail on my listen. <clears throat> you can't hear anything over your hardboiled monologue. <laughs> um, would, you, would you allow me to do a track roll to see whether I can see where where what I think is that the dog has gone? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, my track is very bad, so... Yeah, I failed that as well. I, I tried to see if I could hear, hear the dog, hear that little mutt... That beautiful, beautiful little pooch. And I, I, I couldn't hear it. I couldn't track it. No sign of it anywhere. Turn turned to the doctor and I, I said to him, Hey, you seen where that dog went? See where the little doggy went? The Kraut doctor looked at the private investigator with a steely eye. And he said, This is all because of the betrayal, isn't it? <laughs> he asked me about some kind of betrayal. If I could remember every betrayal I've ever experienced in my 49 years, and, well, maybe I'd write a book. Just like the victim, said Dr. Steinweg, the Kraut doctor. The doctor said, just like the victim, I thought, what, what kind of, 
kind of victim he's talking about. There'd be so many victims past few days. I can't keep track. Professor Leiter, says the doctor. He is the victim that we have taken the case for. We are working together. I'm like your partner now. But not like the partner you have amorous feelings for, like you do for the uh, dog girl. She's very beautiful. I agree. But now is not the time for this, is it? He said. I could tell this doctor felt the same way about the little doggy as I did. Turns out the two of, two of us who were thinking about screwing the pooch. <laughs> <laughs> um, the crowd doctor Dr. laughs Steinberg. despite himself. <laughs> <laughs> he calls himself that. Um, Dr. Steinberg, what, what are you attempting to do? You, you, are, you, are you aiming for a role here? <laughs> Are you trying to psychotherapize him? I think, yeah. I mean, in the broadest con I mean, I think if anything, he's sort of trying to, in he's trying to doing an impression of Duckworth, who's had such success. I think he's been very struck by the physical reality of Duckworth walking through a potential hail of bullets, doing that sort of narration thing. But he knows he's sort of slightly out of his depth. But he, but he's also trying to kind of still sleep into maybe focusing on we don't need the we don't need the dog girl right now but, uh, but he's not let's, trying to stop him let's have a let's have a psychotherapy role then i got the feeling that doctor didn't need the dog girl as much as i did something about the way he spoke oh yeah that's good it's a hard pass put my hand on my 45 23 under 60 oh crust <laughs> something gets through to you kirksley and then something the, began the to get through to me in the the mania starts to subside. The mania started to subside, and I, I thought, yeah, maybe, maybe this is material for that book. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe write it all down, says the doctor. Maybe write it all down, said the doctor. <laughs> Wait, what? Was I talking to myself? You were, you were having a revelation, I think. Yeah, I'm look, I'm looking for the dog. I, I wanted. Say, so, dog, you were you were you were focused perhaps on the dog in the room. Say, doctor, Sleep. you wanna you wanna have a look down those stairs? I don't. Uh, why don't we do that very quickly? Yeah, very quickly. Do you want to like, like, both give me a listen roll? Yeah, uh, I, um, I've already rolled listen, so I'm not gonna do it again. Okay, I have passed. No, I haven't. Shit. Uh, I'm, actually, I'm gonna spend one luck. Yes, you are. Definitely. Yes, I am. Although I've spent quite a lot of luck, it turns out. Okay, good. So, I'm going to spend one luck and pass that roll. You can hear two voices coming from somewhere down those stairs. You can just about make out a little bit of what they're saying. I gesture they're, to for sleep to be silent, then bring him over to the door. Their voices are guttural and and croaky, and uh, you can hear. You can hear a, a sort of, you think perhaps a female voice saying, um, what do you mean? What do you mean? He's gone. And then a male sort of voice says, I opened the trunk and he was gone. Sleep, sleep. There's something very important I have to tell you. When I was interviewing, when we were interviewing Cecil Hunter, no, I don't think it's the dog. Listen to me. I think when we were in, interviewing Cecil Hunter, he said, and the man is mad, but he said the big fat man, and I think he means Avnavik, has it in the basement. It said, he is in the basement. 
Well, should we uh, go and look for it in the basement? I don't. I don't know if that is wise. I feel. I feel the others will miss us very quickly. And if there are two people down there, it will turn to conflict fast. Yes, I cannot think. I have this, and he takes out Flinders' pendant. It is the only piece in the game that I don't know how we might be able to use it. I don't think it is of anything particular worth to Mr. Vic, but I know that it meant something a great deal to Mr. Flinders. He believed that it carried the power of this this witch figure, this Kaziah Mason. I feel we are so close now. So close. That's right. Yeah. Well, you want to... You don't want to try and sneak down there now and have a snoop around or maybe come back later. I think we have to come back. And there are more of us and we know what we, we can do. Is there something, that, maybe the, the window or something we can make? You said the toilet window could be, and I, I actually dash over to the toilet door. Mm-hmm. So is there some way that we can rig it so that we can get back in? Yeah, let me take a look at that. You, you just keep an eye out for that dog. Yeah, you go to the toilet and I, and I start smoking and I... Close the door on him if I have to. Oh, sorry, I see if I can... Um, I go in the bathroom and see if I can um, sort of... I don't know, if it's got a little uh, catch, snap the catch off or something so it can't be locked from the inside. Yeah, I think you can, you can probably do that. Um, I'm guessing you want to do it quietly. Yeah, I mean, do you want a locksmith roll or something? Yeah. Okay. That is an extreme success on my locksmith. You manage to sort of slowly get it out and pull it off without making a noise. And... Um, and the window now doesn't shut properly. Just what the doctor ordered. Not <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> to sleep, uh, yeah. Meanwhile, in the other room, what what uh, what's happening? Would it take an idea roll to realise that they've been gone a while and to sort of think perhaps they're having a look around and maybe I should cover... For I don't think you need to case. roll for it. It sounds like you've had the thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, in which case, I, I think I might stand up and say, uh, um, lovely, um, these have gone slightly to my head, um, a, a lovely drop of bourbon. I, I might, um, avail myself of the facilities as well. Um, just check on the, uh, my two. Yes, well, well, my dear hearts, uh, are we taking your car to the well, tonic University? Yes, why not? Why not? Excellent. And uh, um, he uh, makes his way to the door. Um, yes, my car will be uh, be just the ticket. Ex- saves us well, ordering a cab. Well, you feel free to use the facilities and let's gather your friends if yes. we're all in agreement. Why not? Um, have another drink. I I, uh, I feel like I may be uh, a couple of moments without getting into too much detail. Um as, um, um, as we're kind of um, heading out, I suppose, into the uh, back into the, the sort of storeroom a- area as well. If I can, if, if PJ can get a, a moment where uh, Doctor Montrose and, and he um, are kind of hanging back a little bit, he's just kind of just going to whisper in her ear. What, what do you, what do you make of all this, Doctor Montrose? Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. This guy, he's talking about uh, people with power and the people here, the work here, they seem a bit odd, but... I, I don't know. I, I just, I can't think straight after that asylum. Uh, my head, it's, it's thumping. I don't What about sleep? I mean, he, he started going off talking. Oh, yeah, maybe you... Um, a glass of water or something you you should uh, should have. Uh, I, I, I'll be all right. I think it's just been a long day. 
Uh, but yes, Mr. Sleep is, is, is poor sheep, you know. I think uh, he's, he's dangerous. He was doing that uh, talking to himself thing again that he was doing earlier on. Aye, as for Mr. Rick, I don't know. He's inferring, well, these are papers pertaining to witchcraft. Now, what is it witches do, Mr. Mahoney? What is the uh, they uh, they hubble and they bubble and they toil and they trouble? Aye, aye, aye. Uh, <laughs> to what end? What is it they're uh, doing? I don't know. Uh, when uh, he talks uh, about power, princes and uh, frogs and so forth. Uh, yes, and how do they do this, Mister Mahoney? Oh, you know, say it. You know how. Say the word. Uh, say the word. They don't. It's, it's magic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes! <laughs> 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 talking about magic, man. It's, but it's all baloney. I know, I know, it's, it's, it's all hocus pocus. No, it's nonsense. It's, it, it, ain't, it ain't real. It ain't real. It can't be real. I mean, if it was real, it would uh, it, it would challenge every, everything, everything we, we believe, everything we hold on to. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, Everything that keeps us uh, this this side of sanity. It may or may not, but Mr. Wick believes it to be absolutely real, of course. Oh. The way it's speaking. Oh, you know, maybe he's uh, maybe he's uh, spent a little bit uh, too long in in the company of these uh, these antiques and uh, relics of of bygone civilizations and so forth. Let us hope that's the case. Oh, yeah, he's a he's an eccentric. He's that's for sure, an eccentric. That's, uh, that's what they used to say. That's what they used to say. Uh, kind of word they used to use for uh, old, un- old Uncle Charlie. Uncle Uncle Charlie, when I was a boy, he was an eccentric. Yeah, he used to run around the streets in just uh, just his eyes uh, underclothes, uh, shouting about the end of the world and the sky falling down. Oh, yeah, sure, he was eccentric, all right. Yes, yes. Well, we all use euphemisms sometimes to to protect people from hurt. Other times, because we dare not speak the truth. Proper meaning to our thoughts. He thought he could fly as well. <laughs> Sometimes he did. Yeah. Well, well uh, he 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 tried. That's for sure. That uh, that was the last <laughs> last thing he ever did. <laughs> oh God. Um. So I think we've all you've all sort of roughly gathered back in at at the back door, more or less. Yeah. Uh, oh, Dr. Duckworth. Oh, yes. And Mr. Sleep is just in the bathroom. Oh, and yes, Mr. Vick. I uh, come out of the bathroom. Say, uh, I apologize for, for that. I, I feel much better now. Some, something disagreed with me. So good that you've uh, got yourself together, uh, Sleep. Uh, yeah, good. We're going to the autopsy. Um, your colleagues have been kind enough to invite me along. Well, that sounds just swell. Should we, uh, you want to take the dog? I'm sorry. Oh. No, excuse me. I, uh, I, I, I think I was maybe thinking of someone else. Ah. In that moment of awkwardness, I'll just avail myself of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most used toilet in the yeah. <laughs> well, let's Christ. not waste a moment's more time. Uh, yeah. Sure. And he he says, uh, "I'll I'll lock up while you make yourselves comfortable in the vehicle." Um, on on the way from the building to the car, call shotgun. Do I see a dog? 
Any dogs? Any animals? No. No. <laughs> oh, it's a shame. The moment, the moment Steinweg clears the door, he pops his uh, tin and rubs a bit of cocaine into his gums and then just sniffs the last of it off his fingers, his hands shaking as he, as he rests it on his cane. <laughs> Once you've all bundled into the car... Well, I was about to say, sorry, um, mm. if, I, if I was allowed to uh, go to the toilet... Mm. Um, I don't know if the others wait, but um, I probably do use it. But I, I also just sit down and I take out the um, the picture that was drawn for me in the asylum because mm. it's been sort of burning a hole in my pocket, and I kind of want to um, just see if it's a picture of Abner Wick or see if it's a picture of Brown Jenkin or see if it's because I, I I just want to see if there's anything I recognise in it, because I think I didn't look at it when he drew it. I may be wrong. Mm. Is that what you said? I you, you did, of, Yeah, you didn't look at it. You you put it away. I kind of think, before we travel anywhere with this man, I, I want to see what the picture is of. And I realise it's very risky. But you, I, you could do it in the car on the way there. That's... <laughs> <laughs> While driving. <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. That's true. But... Just to see but you think it'd be better to do it while you're having a shit? <laughs> yeah, I, I just I don't necessarily want to inflict it on anyone else, and it'd be quite hard to get it out subtly and sort of go, "Oh, what's this?" Are you talking about the picture of the shit? <laughs> <laughs> don't want to inflict it on anyone else. It's hard to get it out subtly. Both, both. We've all been there. Um, well, in that case, can you give me a? Sanity rolls. A constitution yeah. check. I kind of thought that might be. <laughs> maybe. A, maybe. It might be a combined strength and dex roll. <laughs> um, okay, so I strength failed. And dex. I failed my sanity roll. <laughs> Every time I go for number two, it's a combined strength and dex roll. Yeah, it's actually um, a really serious moment. Sorry. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, uh, you failed, you say? Yeah. Oh, Woody. Oh, boy, here we go. How many points off it? This toilet is doomed yeah. for us. <laughs> it's going crazy. Okay. You're going to go on a, 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 a violent rage and just smash the toilet <laughs> off. I, I think it's important that I stay it's here. I've just stepped outside the threshold and I'm leaning on my cane. I'm not going to the car at this particular point until everyone's there. It, it did occur to me as well uh, when when Kirk was looking for a dog that he probably he might remember that there's a lovely little statuette of a dog in the uh, in the shop. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but um, leave that behind. I want a real. I want a real dog. Unfortunately, it's a pencil sharpener. <gasps> um, <laughs> kind of show. <laughs> or is it? It's just kind um, of board, so you, isn't it? Yeah. So you lose uh, two sanity points. Ah. Um, as you gaze, as soon as you s- your eyes fall on this drawing, you become transfixed by its by its strangeness. Uh, you remember he was sort of sketching this with the pencil in his teeth. Yeah, and um, it is it, at first glance it's a strange scribble, but then it's like you can see the negative space. And it's moving. It seems to be moving away from you and towards you, almost pulsating. And you think you can make out a face. 
it's a female face. Ah. You think it's it's maybe Amelia Court, but it could equally be another woman that you don't know. Yeah, could be Lydia, could be well, it could be anyone, I suppose. And then and then the, the lines sort of they seem to converge into this darkness this terrible darkness and you you think you can see the face of Charles Leiter and you think you recognise something about this this congealing darkness on the page as that of what you experienced in Charles Leiter's cottage and instinctively you slam the book shut yeah I imagine it also calls back to the uh, the dust motes and the little specks of light when I poked my face up into the attic in Ross's corners just before my face was taken away from me forever. Oh, yes. Um, there's something... Yes. Well, I think I've probably just gone insane. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the tape is going to back you up on that one (laughs) I have a strong suspicion (laughs) I am no longer sane how many many sanity points have you got now? well 39 out of 50 yeah I'll do it I'll do it so you're indefinitely insane now ah Three down, two to go. Yeah, I was going to say Mahoney. I'm pretty sure it's me. It's me next, Mahoney. So good luck, mate. I was, I was going to say. Hold it together. Have all of us had about now at some point? I think we have, which means that if we'll, we'll all no. be in on underlying. Oh, you haven't. I haven't. Uh, you have. I. Right? I have in the cottage. Althea has. Yeah. Christ, so it's just me. Which means we're both going to be in underlying insanity, mm-hmm. which means that. If either of us loses just one point, we're going to flip. You're the only one. Got Hilariously, Why I, doesn't someone come up with the great idea of going to bed? Having a nut yeah. taste? Yeah. Let's not go and see somebody get a dead body get cut up. The only person I'm worried about is sleep. The rest of you, I think, are fine. Mm. You're going you're gonna to be disabused of that notion. Yeah, yeah. Really well, actually, yeah, it doesn't have a firearm. I don't know. Does my, my, does my only carry a gun with him? Of course he does. Yeah. Of course you do. With <laughs> fucking Americans. Americans. Next cop, security yeah. guard. He's got all sorts of weapons about his person. PJ Mahoney, mall cop. Mall cop. Now that is the next. That, yeah, hall cop, halls oh, of yeah. residence cop. Yeah, he's got he's got his revolver. He's also got a He's also got a pair of brass knuckles in his pocket. (laughs) Christ! Oh my god! Oh no! Oh my god! What what a roll! Um, (laughs) Of all the characters to get this. Um, So just to check, who who's not indefinitely insane now? Who's still sane? No one. Me. That's it. Just a time well, well, <laughs> drug no, uh, I think well, the and EJ are both still, not, they're not oh. indefinitely the same, but they're both in underlying, yeah. so might as well be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, right. Um, so you've developed a mania, Dr. Duckworth, and that mania is callomania, an obsession with one's own beauty. <laughs> <laughs> that is perfect. Superb. That's a No more hiding behind a mask for you, yeah. Dr. Duckworth. The rest of you, you hear this sort of smashing noise 
and emerging from the back door is Dr. Duckworth, sans mask. Mm. <laughs> the shards of it lie on Abner Wick's bathroom floor. And I sort of, uh, I step out, pop a hip, and sort of purse my lips, or what used to be lips, slightly. <laughs> Purse your teeth. <laughs> just kind of, just stay, stay, take a step back. <laughs> it was a rictus grin. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, have, have we all actually seen his face? I think all I've ever seen him do is lift it up and drink. I've never seen his face. No, I used it. I'm not sure actually because I used it to threaten the gangsters originally. I sort of lifted my mask, you, but you, you weren't all there for that. I, I. I yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I wasn't there. I, I don't recall whether I've seen a face I, I don't or not. I suspect recall. I probably haven't. So you see this man in a... He, he's a tall fellow with his cane and everything, and he has a sort of almost kimono-esque sort of uh, crimson, you know... Crimson. Uh, jacket. Well, quite. Um, but he sort of steps out and... Uh, I mean, his, his face is gone. There's a gap where the nose should be. The eyes have no lids. And there's, like, sort of... Uh, trails leading up to where it would be like a a bear's claw has just taken it completely off um, but he steps out with a, an air of utter confidence I think, I think and, that's uh, what's the sanity role isn't it because yeah. oh. well I think I think as you're sat in the car what's happening is Abner Wick Abner Wick is sort of um, squeezing in he's going room for a small one and just as you look through the through the windows, you're, you're waiting for, for Duckworth and someone's maybe like, where is he? And the sort of the street lamp falls in such a way that when, when he opens the door, you just see him silhouetted. And it's not until he steps towards the car that the, the edge of the street lamp comes under the covered um, driveway and he just steps into the, into the phosphorescent light that you see his horrendous face. And that's sanity rolls for everyone. <laughs> for everyone. I, I think your experience doesn't mean anything in relation to someone glorying in it, does it? It's his behaviour that's just so... Well, also, there's there's also the complication that he's told you a story about how he got yeah. his face disfigured. Yeah. It's very apparent from seeing it for real that it was not a bear. Yeah. Okay, I, I suppose there's no point in me trying to argue my way out of having to roll a sanity roll, is there? What was your argument? Well, I think I might have been next to him when he flashed his face at the oh, gangsters yeah. in the alley, but I probably didn't see it the full, maybe you know, lit like this under the street lamp. <laughs> oh, that's bad. That's bad. What's, I, uh, I failed as well. What's a what's a fum, what's a fumble? Maximum sanity loss. What? No. Oh, uh, well, on you in your case, it would be ninety six or more. Yeah, that's a ninety six. And you've got, what, ten sanity left? Yeah. <laughs> I think the problem is one of our allies has just left a bathroom and he looks like the devil in, in, made real, right? And, and so even for a split second, you're all going, we're all going, that's what Steinbeck's doing. He's Steinbeck's failed. So did anyone succeed? No. 
It's got to the point now, hasn't it? Has anyone ever played the board game Pandemic? Yes. <laughs> so it's got to the point now where we've got like uh, outbreaks, like knocking on other outbreaks. It's like someone else, each person's insanity is causing other people to yeah, go I mean, insane. To the- <laughs> <laughs> pandemic yeah. Rome. Yeah, it's a chain reaction. It's brilliant. Insanity yeah. chain reaction. <laughs> you all lose three sanity. Oh, oh God. Right. Yeah. Well, that's bouts for me and Althea. Mm-hmm. Forty-four and me for what it's worth, but I mean, getting close now. Is anyone not having a bout of madness right now? <laughs> oh my god, have you you've not slipped into indefinite insanity? Have I don't you? Think Slipping so. unnoticed. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still okay. My power is horribly high. I don't actually. I'm not sure that I did have a bout of madness. Just just looking at the. Um, I do remember I went a bit crazy when I when I was in the in the bathroom in the in the cottage and started shooting up the cottage. But I think that was just sand loss, yeah, was, wasn't it? But I think you and yeah, I suffered yeah, sand loss. Yeah, yeah, I, I think maybe I didn't, I didn't have a bout then, so I'm fine. I'm not. I'm not in a, yeah, in a yeah, bout of madness yeah, now. Yeah. Um, I need to lose another. I have now lost ten in the day, but that's not a fifth. I, I'm I'm a couple couple away, so I'm, yeah, I'm all right just now. Am I driving or? Uh... Uh, hang on. Have you? I mean, I feel like you might have jumped the gun a bit. I, I, th- I think Montrose has a bit of madness before you even get to the car. So, oh shit! Of course, <laughs> tonight might be about us trying to get to the car. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know we're in it or out of it at the moment. Do you have a significant person, Doctor Montrose? Yes, yes, I do. My significant person is Ethel Moorhead. Yeah, artist and suffragette uh, and our best pal and the person they gave her this cane. Oh, well, oh, wow. It should be Ethel Merman. Mer- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dr. Montrose. Oh. Right, there you go. Uh, <laughs> sing everything from now on. <laughs> well, Ethel is um, sat right next to you in the car. <laughs> oh, no, in fact, Ethel is has just emerged from the toilet. Uh, and is stood uh, admiring her own reflection in the car windscreen. Sweet old Ethel. Ethel, oh my goodness, fancy seeing you here. And you know, I thought this story was going to have to wait until I got back home. You not believe what's been going on in this place. Miss Godona University, why, it's an absolute shit show. I mean, I came here to look at the library for a few days. I've, I've been caught up with all these daft men chasing around after mobsters and manuscripts. The whole house papers and I hadn't even heard of the most annoying. I don't know who she's addressing exactly. Um, Dr Duckworth is who you're talking to. Yeah. But it's Ethel. Oh, terrible. But I, terrible. I, I'm really not myself. If only these men could see that all that really matters is beauty. Aye, well, yes, yes, those are very... Uh, was a very fine sentiment, Settle, yes. Of course you understand that as an artist. Anyway, what were we doing here? Yes. Well, <laughs> I think we were getting in a car to go to some sort of a... Oh, yes, it would be autopsy, or, uh, Ethel. What the devil oh, am I autopsy, sorry, yes. doing going <laughs> to a mortuary at <laughs> uh, uh, 8 o'clock know, in know, the darling. evening? It's... it's uh, well, I, I really don't know what to expect. I really don't. But it's lovely to see you, Hen. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, uh... <laughs> yes. Well, 
Likewise, Hen. Here we are anyway in the back of the car. Um, who's driving? Sorry? Is there anybody in the driving seat? <laughs> <laughs> we all just sat in the passenger seat. Of course. Uh, <laughs> would you like me to drive, says Abnerwick? Uh, of course. I, I'm an excellent driver, Ab. Um, can I ask what's happened to me? I will reveal that <laughs> in but a moment. Oh, God. But currently, I'm just... Um, You've okay. sat down in the car. You've seen all this. And you're kind of silently processing it. And then you turn and Dr. Montrose is whittering on to Ethel, whoever that is, which appears to be Duckworth. Well, I think I, at the very least, I'm I'm back into self-narration mode because that's sort of self-preservation in any circumstance. So I, I think I'm just going to be, I am mumbling to myself. I fired up the engine. And that crazy, that crazy Scotch broad started calling the doctor Ethel. <laughs> I don't know how she could even look at his face. It was a sight. <laughs> anyway, the, the fucker in the front said he was going to take the wheel. I left him to it. I mean, PJ very, very calmly, very gently opens the door of the car, <laughs> gets out, and leans and says, I'll meet you at the, uh, at the morgue. <laughs> Closes the door and starts walking away. <laughs> you see him holding up his arm for a taxi. I think I think Steinweg has just been in total silence. His his mouth is open. I mean he's lost he's lost three sanity, taking in, drinking in the horror of Duckworth. Uh, and then finally he sort of snaps out of it and says, My God, my God, the Twaffel. Uh, I mean, the, the devil made real. Uh, Dr. Duckworth, are you well? Are you all right? Yes, of course. Would you like me to drive? I'm, I think that might be for the best, my dear. Uh, why don't I drive? Excellent. Uh, why don't I drive? You, you, you sit up front with me. No, no. I, I like to keep an eye on the mirrors. And he sort of uh, <laughs> looks at his sort of... Uh, Lipless grin in the mirrors. Reverse over PJ. All right, I'll, Mr. Mahoney, Mr. Mahoney, Mr. and I sort of, I, I sort of scamper around a little bit faster than I think I'm going because the cocaine is sort of taking hold, and I and I scamper around and my and my cane slightly slides out from under me and my feet slide out slightly and I kind of hold on to the car and I'm looking for Mahoney but I can't see him. You probably spot him climbing into a taxi on the other side. <laughs> it's all too late. By the time it's happening, I go, Fuck this. Mahoney! <sighs> and just as you pull the car out of the driveway and set off, yeah. you get to the first junction and that's when Kirk's screaming begins. This was an Apocalypse Players production. For more information about the podcast, go to apocalypseplayers.com. Thanks for listening. Guys, I think we've got this. I think we're really close. I think we're going to... Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to crack this cake wide. We might lose one or two. We might lose one or two on the way, yep. but I think... Uh, I mean, five people... Well, six people, five of whom are insane, one of which is an alien, go to an autopsy... Who's an alien? It's going to go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go to the X-Files autopsy and see what happens. Um, yeah, what can possibly go wrong, yeah? <laughs>